Hey everybody, Kelly Johnston here from 4X Formula. I'm really excited that you're here with me today. Today, well, I'm gonna talk to you about a meeting that I just had 10 minutes ago. Hi, I'm Kelly Johnston, founder of the 4X Formula, and the big question is this. How are real estate agents like us able to create a constant stream of commissions and a constant stream of leads while enjoying life? without wasting big budgets on branding, without working crazy hours, without worrying where the next deal's coming from in today's real estate market. This podcast is here to reveal the answers. These little episodes that I do once in a while, I, I think I'm just gonna call it Kelly's Truck Talk. I'm in my truck right now. I have a truck. I got a Dodge Ram 1500, full load. It's got everything. I bought it used because I think that's the smartest thing to do rather than buying new, paid cash for it. Um, so I own it and we have a travel trailer that we uh, that we use for camping and stuff that we love and it tows the trailer great. Um, but I also use it for my real estate vehicle. I do a lot of new construction. I'm on, uh, you know, construction sites and stuff a lot of times and, uh, and you know, I drive people around. It's still very comfortable. But when, I, when I'm driving like other people around, I'll switch up and I'll use Nicole's car or she'll, she'll drive them around or whatever. So, um, we do have a, a real good, like kind of real estate vehicle for that too, as well as our little team goes. But anyway, that's us. I'm just heading out, um, do some work on another project. I'm on a kind of an outskirt road right now. It's a little more bumpier than a highway road. So hopefully this isn't aggravating you too much. Okay. So what I want to talk about, Nicole and I actually just had a phone call meeting, uh, with some, uh, past clients that we dealt with in the past. And um, it was one of those situations where it ended up being, and it's one of those unfortunate, sad situations that happens in the business that we have to deal with sometimes where people part ways. And so, you know, the husband goes one way, the wife goes another way for whatever reason. Um, but we helped them in the beginning when they were together. And then um, we've actually done stuff for them since where we helped them sell the, the home that was the contentious home, you know, and dealt with that and, and it's a very sensitive way Nicole and I are very good at dealing with those types of things but in that the wife she went and bought another place worked with another agent and, and for obvious reasons it's getting sensitive and all that but anyway long story short they've come back to us now because they feel like you know and then they've tried to resell that property they've been through two different agents 300 days on the market with another agent and we get to um, kind of come in and you know, give them advice that we believe is true advice to help them get it sold. They're at a point now, we went and checked out the property last night. They're not living there. Uh, they have some people living there and they're living in another area right now, but they need to get it sold. Spend a bunch of money in renovations, hoping to get that money back. They're actually hoping to make money on it. The market's shifted a little bit in our area. It's just become more balanced now. So people have to make decisions a little bit differently. And we, price is quite sensitive and, and there's a lot of inventory right now. So we have to make sure that we're advising people properly. So I just wanted to talk to you about having empathy with people, not sympathy, because we could, I mean, we could sympathize with them, but really whatever the situation is, I need to empathize with them. I need to make them feel like I understand what they're going through and what their hopes were uh, in the past, but they have to also hear the truth in that. And finding a sensitive way to kind of tell people the truth is not always easy. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna talk about this with you guys. It's a, it's a circumstance, it's happening right now. We're in it. And um, I almost wish I recorded the conversation so you guys can learn from that. But 
basically the conversation went like this and we said you know we did and nicole and i did we sat down we studied we went into we checked out the place we saw some flaws there and we saw some reasons you know maybe why it didn't sell or whatever part of that uh would have been price had they priced where they were you know 90 days ago where they ended up if they would have started there they actually might have had a really good chance of getting that but now it's like you know another realtor listed it and here's here's the thing about the forex formula what i talk about all the time and there's these people the person that they chose to list is one of those big listing people so they have two pages in the in the paper they got tons of listings and these are exactly what she told us happened you know we we really liked her and she was great and she helped us buy so we went back with her again and then when she listed it it's funny you know we just we never heard from her we never heard anything we got zero feedback we really didn't get any action on the property we, we just weren't happy with you know that the, the person was on our team kind of working with us trying to get a result for us we just felt like she was too busy to call us right and you guys that that is normal that happens a lot out there and so this is why having a ton of listings isn't really good. That person who listed that property, it cost them money to list the property and to market that property. And I don't know what else they did. I, I don't want to get into that. It's not my business. But the thing is, is they created an expectation of success just because they look like they're so successful because they have so many listings and, and they talk about the awards they earn and how great they are. But the thing is, is one-on-one -on -one, unless they're succeeding at it they're not a hero right but they're a hero prior to that <laughs> i call it the hero realtor you know where they just seem to be above everybody right and really they've just burned a relationship with a client who actually came back to them they've actually burned that now that they're never going to get those people back ever but the thing is this is why i say this in the forex formula in module one i'm talking and i'm saying you know what if you strategize properly do your business properly, what's gonna end up happening is, is you are actually gonna to start to steal business from the hero, hero realtors. They're spending lots of money, but when they fail or don't succeed and, or don't give really good advice, because really, if you think about it, I was, I was that guy. I totally was that guy. I would take every listing. It was all about having lots of inventory, having lots of listings, and, and just having inventory, like I would almost create my own market within my own inventory, right? And I thought that was really powerful. I have no idea how many people I ticked off or how many people I lost. I have no idea. And this person doesn't either. She has no clue that people are talking about her in this way. And, and it's a sad truth. So you get to be that hero later and you get to succeed. And then they, the people that you succeed for are going to say things like, this person gave me really good advice. This person was honest. This person really cared about getting the result for me and they told me the truth and and when they say that to other people and then that person gets referred to you and they they become part of your fold and you start talking to them and meeting with them think about that place that they're in they're already saying words so then when you say you know what i'm going to tell you the truth here and you may not like the truth it may not be something you want to hear but i need to i need you to hear it now after that you're driving the bus you get to make decisions on what you do with that truth. If you want to push the listing price after that, 
then you need to take responsibility for that. I'm not taking responsibility for that. I'm going to, I'll market your property. I'll do everything I can. I'll get eyeballs on it. But I've told you the potential result that you're going to get. I said, you know what? It's unfortunate that in the very beginning that you didn't get the proper advice. I'm going to tell you, Marcy, this is her name, Marcy. I said, Marcy, you know, if you would have got proper advice then and positioned the home in the market at the right price, you probably would have got actually a better result. And, but I'm sorry, here we are fast forward 300 days later. Now we're talking to you and I'm analyzing the market and the price you're trying to achieve only one sale for a comparable product has happened since then. And it was about seven months ago and the market was different then. And it, it wasn't even really actually close to what you were trying to achieve then. Like, I don't know where that number was coming from. And I'm sorry that you didn't get the right advice. I'm really sorry. And you know what? I know it's painful because you guys spent a bunch of money on it. You invested in it, time, energy, stress, whatever you went through to renovate the place and get it all ready. It, you're not getting paid for that. Like you're just hopefully just going to kind of get out of it close to what you put into it. But at the end of the day, do you agree with me? Now you've moved somewhere else. You've got someone else living there. It's not really covering your costs, but you're doing it. Like basically you need to stop the bleeding at this point, right? And in order to do that, I would think that you're looking for a, a result within 30 to 45 days. Well, the only way to do that is you gotta be at this price. And that price that I told them was about 30 grand less than they were listed before. But I know it's the right price. I know it's the price that will get them success. But at the end of the day, after that sale happens, what they do with the rest of their life or in their next game plan is actually more important than 30 grand. It really is like just from our conversation and stuff. I'm not going to get into the details of that. It's important to understand what the game plan is when they sell or we, we need to understand. We need to ask lots of questions with people so that we can get an understanding of what their goal is, because sometimes the importance of that money is actually less important in the scheme of things. Does that make sense? So we need to talk to people about that. We need to understand the whole three-dimensional, four-dimensional stuff that they're going through. Anyway, we had a really good meeting and she said, okay, can we meet Monday night and let's just get on the market and let's go with your game plan because what you're telling me sounds like that's what we should have been doing this whole time. And we're like, yeah, uh, you know, and I'm sorry you've gone through this. And they switched agents to another guy. Now, here's another thing that's interesting. And uh, just a little, another little teaching point, right? The, the, this is a, a townhouse in a townhouse complex and uh, it's a higher end townhouse. So it, it's almost like house pricing in this townhouse complex, but it's kind of worth it like in the area, but it's located well in the complex and, uh, and it has lots of great things about it, but there are some negatives and the way the pictures were put, portraying this townhouse was leading people in a direction that was incorrect. So what ended up happening was people would look at the pictures the way they were a certain way. We even did the same thing. We looked at the pictures of the last listing and we, the driveway looked way bigger. You can't even fully park in that driveway. You actually have to park sideways on it. And I could see that being a huge disappointment for a buyer. The other pitch, there was another picture showing the backyard. So the picture of the backyard was basically making it look like there was this enormous backyard and it didn't 
um, let anybody know that the backyard actually backed right onto a road. So if I took a nice picture from the back deck of the home showing the nice backyard, but let people know that when they're doing their research that there is a road in behind there, they may see enough things about the place in the pictures and the other parts of the information, the square footage and the area and all that kind of stuff. They may see enough positive things about the place that they may go, you know what, can I deal with the backyard thing backing onto the road? Yeah, let's take a, let's go take a look at it and try and convince ourselves. And that is very much what a buyer will do, but let's give them the information so that they can make those decisions. If a buyer comes out and they come into a place or they drive up to a home and they go, oh, mm, okay, well, that's not really what I was expecting. If that's going on, like if that happens in the buyer's mind, whether verbally or not, <laughs> basically the deal's dead. There's nothing's going to happen. They're not going to write an offer on it or something pretty major or extreme or exciting or something awesome about the place or lack of inventory or something else will have to kind of kick in to keep those people in the game on that particular home. That is a fact. And a lot of realtors don't realize that fact. That's a big mistake, huge mistake. Make sure that you are promoting the real thing that you're selling. Um, people, the way it is right now in the world, people, they, they don't want to be fooled. They don't want to make a bad decision. They, they want lots of information. That's the way of the world right now. Everybody wants lots of information and they want good information and they want to try and make decisions before they start to make a move. They don't like to waste time. Everybody's busy. It's the way the world is right now. So when we give them information, the other part of this, that's the hugest part is that they want to trust the information. They want to trust it. They really do want to trust it. So they do. But if they come out and the information or what, what they thought was something one way, and then they see, they get there and they see it another way. Um, and they're disappointed in that. That is, um, they almost get ticked off in their minds. Now, they're not going to jump up and down and scream and yell and swear at anybody or anything like that. Like none of that's going to be happening. But what's going to happen in the psyche of their mind, they're now um, trying to get over their disappointment. They're actually kind of feeling like someone was trying to fool them or someone wasn't giving them proper information that they could trust. People don't like that. So you're starting from a bad place with them. If we would have given, if they would have got the information properly about that home, when they showed up, they would have already gone into a place where they were trying to overcome it. And then when they come and they're just reinforcing what they believe to be true when they see the home, then now we're at a great place with this buyer. And uh, so that's a lesson there. And, and, I, and I know a lot of realtors make that mistake. They think they're going to do some awesome pictures and put funky lenses on there. And you could, you should do that. Like you should, you know, as, as long as uh, it's done professionally and done well and the angles are right, but let's not, let's be careful not to fool people. Um, make, make sure that information that is going out there that the, that the people are going to be seeing is something that they can trust because it's also going to reflect on you big time. So anyway, just something I thought, you know, there's a few things that we pulled out of this conversation in doing our research and then having this conversation um, with the seller, like we, we pointed these things out to her. Those were light bulb moments for her. And so she now has a huge trust 
in our ability and our professionalism. And, and basically what we're saying to them now is something that they're going to listen to because it actually makes sense. But you got to put thought to this stuff, guys. We're not just listing houses for the sake of listing houses. We're not doing that. Our goal is to sell houses. Not only that, when people come to see the house, it may not be the one for them. But how if they start from a place of mistrust with us and they're thinking that I, I kind of tricked them into showing up or looking at the house, then I'm not in a good position with them to convert them into potentially a buyer. And that's a huge part of it. Part of the 4X formula is attracting buyers off your listings. That is the part, that's a huge part of the 4X formula. And so um, we need to be able to create those opportunities. And I'll tell you, trust is the start of all that, right? So overcoming past challenges with another realtor, having that hard talk uh, with, with empathy with people, giving them validation for their feelings, giving them validation for this potential money lost in quotations that they're experiencing or money they didn't get, getting them to realization and then talking to them about success. We can talk to them about, here's some mistakes, not anybody's fault, but maybe they just weren't thinking that way. Without, you're not really putting someone down, but you're pointing out things that maybe someone else hasn't pointed out to them before brings huge value to you. So just something to talk about. I just thought you might find it valuable. It's just an example of one thing that we, we encounter in our day-to-day -day business. And uh, I just thought I should would share it with you. Part of what it's all about here on this podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Things are coming up. The 4X Formula training course is coming. It is really coming, I promise you. It's a lot of work. It's taking a lot of time. Put it all together. I want to make sure it's good. I want to make sure it's right. I want to make sure it's valuable for you. Pretty soon in the podcast, I'm going to start to talk about where you can get information and where you can get on the list. Those people that listen to the podcast and get on that list, it's going to be a special place so I know that, it, that you guys are coming from the podcast. You'll, you'll definitely get pretty steep discount on the course. Um, and I think early adopters on anything should get a value for that. And then all I ask for that is feedback back from you so that I can share that with other people. And also, if you find this podcast valuable and, and you're liking what we're, what we're doing and what we're talking about, um, please just drop us a comment. We'd love to hear back on that. Um, that helps other people kind of see maybe that's something that they would find value in listening to. So appreciate that if you could take time to do that. Hope you have a great day and all the best to you, truly. Take care.